0: Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Minding Mind podcast, where we live life with ease, connection, and permission to just be. I'm your host, Evelyn Levasser, and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is your most important relationship, the one with yourself, and I can't wait for you to hear more. With that being said, let's dive in. Now, If you know some of my story, you know some of my history, then you know that I come from a long line of years and years of dieting, consistently trying to find this smaller version of myself, always wanting to be thinner, always thinking that healthy had to be hard, focusing on depriving myself. Like, Listen, I felt good. I felt good when... I did hard things around food. If my diet was a struggle, then I felt accomplished, right? Like if I did it and it was really hard, then I must be doing it right. At least that's my thought process at the time. Same thing with working out. And it's now that I recognize that what I was feeling all that time was, I just wanted to feel good not physically. I just wanted to feel good about me. I just wanted to be able to look at myself and be proud. I just wanted to look at myself and feel beautiful and validated. I just wanted to be, but I really thought if everyone else could see me as beautiful, if everyone else could see me as, I don't know, sexy, that I have a good vibe or whatever. Whatever I was looking for from them, I really was desperately just wanting to feel that myself. But all these years later, and a lot of self-reflection in, I learned that I can never see or feel from someone else what I'm not willing to feel or see for myself. The gift is that I've always had it. That I've always been worthy. That I've always been enough. That I've always had value. That I was always beautiful. That I didn't have to work to earn worthiness. It's just mine because it is. Just like it's just yours because it is. You don't have to earn that. You don't have to fight for worthiness. You are simply because you are. So I'm starting to really learn to have a ton more compassion for who I used to be like Evelyn 15 years ago was starting to learn a little bit about like the inner work, but still living completely on the outside, still depriving herself, still like sending all the wrong messages, but I'm not mad at her. I used to be, I used to be like, damn it. Why can't you just have some self-control, girl? Why can't you just be more disciplined? Why don't you have more motivation? All the things that I would say to myself. But the thing is, how could I judge Evelyn then from what Evelyn knows today? It doesn't make sense. It's like expecting my 11 and 14-year-old daughters to live with my 45 years of mental emotional and physical experience, it doesn't make sense. So Evelyn was always doing the best that she could. And now I can recognize that she survived so I could thrive. Evelyn 15 years ago saw something in me that I couldn't even see yet. She might have felt bad about herself, but she loved The possibility of me enough to keep going, to keep trying, to keep learning. Even though my past self lived in self consciousness and discomfort, not always, but a lot enough that it was problematic. Even though I lived that way, it was paving the way for me to be who I am today, right? So every single thing that I went through, Was not in vain. No time was wasted. Like everything taught me a lesson. Everything taught me either who I don't want to be or who I do want to be. And the beauty of it is that today I get to just choose me over and over and over again without fail. I think that for the longest time, I was looking for outside like feelings. If somebody told me I was beautiful, then, you know, I felt beautiful for a little while. If somebody complimented my weight loss, then I felt like what I was doing was working. If somebody, you know, mentioned, I don't know, how my skin was glowing or how, you know, mostly the the comments would be about like my body. And it felt good, right? Like, it feels good when you're complimented. But now I'm recognizing that damn it, nobody ever said to me like, Evelyn, you look happy. Or Evelyn, you're glowing. Or Evelyn, I love the work that you're doing. Like people around me never complimented my character, never complimented my accomplishments, never really complimented my impact or talked about the way I made them feel. They only talked about the way I looked. But the revelation for me is they could only talk about those things because that's the way they judge themselves too. So essentially, the things they say to me are a reflection of the way they feel about themselves. And that's true for every, everything. thing. People will reflect onto you what they feel about themselves. And the work of unlearning all that shit, of dropping all the commentary, of releasing the fact that a lot of the thoughts we have aren't even ours. Like we we were born whole, right? Like we were born whole. I don't know if you believe in God or if you think the universe works for you or you think spirit, whatever it is that is greater than you. If you believe in that, then you have to believe you were born whole. No infant, no human being was born saying, oh God, I hope I stay skinny. Or I hope that people think I'm great. Everybody was born feeling completely whole and knowing what they wanted and needed as a whole. But it's everyone else, adults, siblings, family members, teachers, ministers, everybody, puts these ideas in your mind that make you feel limited, that make you question yourself, that make you live by shoulds, right? I feel like that's a big red flag for me. Anytime a thought pops in my head that starts with an I should, I have to stop and say, is that thought even mine? Do I even agree with that crap? am I really gonna like am I really gonna live my life thinking I should do this based on what people are gonna think or what people are gonna feel like the only should I ever want to focus on is should I do this because it makes me feel good should I do this because it's aligned with what I value should I do this because it feels good to me if if those answers aren't yes then they're a hard no and learning to separate all the shoulds, all the expectations, all the things that you think are expected of you because they were placed on you. Letting go of all that is what made me start to see me. To start to see like how much I love my heart and how much I love my character and how much now for probably the first time in my life in the last few years I look in the mirror and I don't like feel uncomfortable about the crookedness of my lips because my lips are a little crooked and I used to be really self-conscious about that. I just see me. like I look in the mirror and I see me. I see my heart. I see my loyalty. I see the woman that I am, the mother that I am, the friend. I just see me and I have fallen in love. With myself, and it feels so damn good. I'm saying all this to say that if I continue to judge myself, then I will forever be stuck in a loop of how did you let yourself get this way? How did you do this again? Why can't you just stick with a plan? Right? Like all those things that keep you stuck in a loop where I can just look at myself and say, oh my God, I was always just doing my best and my best is always enough because that's the other thing we think that our best has to be always on and ready to go and and being high performing some days your best is showing up with high energy impacting other people like you're just on you're productive you're doing great and some days you're not keeping it together some days your best is getting the kids off to school and laying on the couch and both of those days your best was enough because there's no judgment there's no judgment around who you are you're just doing your best at any given moment every day of your life so compassion that i also think we give to other people so easily is something that we benefit from so much for ourselves And I think that being able to look at other people and practice compassion, like looking at them, at their circumstances, thinking about how they feel and what they're going through, like, that's important, right? But like being able to look at somebody else and have compassion for them translates into you having more compassion for yourself and vice versa. When you start to have compassion for yourself and things that you've gone through and look at yourself and say, damn it, I was always just doing my best. I still am. And that's good enough, right? Like my best is good enough. You start to see other people with more compassion as well. So I love knowing that everything that I went through helped to grow me into who I am today. And really a lot of it is just data, right? Like a lot of the decisions I made, a lot of the choices I made were just data about how I was feeling and how I wanted to feel. And now I get to choose. I get to choose how I'm going to feel. I get to choose how I'm going to live. I get to choose to focus on me. I get to choose to love everything about myself the good, the bad, and the ugly, because they're all parts of a beautiful me. And I get to be the woman that I want to be because I'm worthy of it. So to Evelyn, 15 years ago, I see you and I'm so grateful to you. I'm so grateful to my former self that she saw potential, that she held on, so that I could be, because even though I didn't feel those things or didn't think I felt those things entirely at that time, I feel them now. And I wouldn't trade that for the world. To fall in love with yourself is an incredible blessing. And it truly releases everyone around you to just love themselves as well. There's no expectations My husband does not have to have the job of loving me enough for both of us. Like, I am whole. He is whole, and we show up better for each other. My daughters get to see a version of their mom who just loves life, who just loves herself, who doesn't put expectations on them of who they should be or what they should look like. Like, they don't know that pressure because they don't get it from me. So the work that I do, the work that you do, the thought of releasing all that crap really is setting up a life where you get to just be and know that that's good enough. You get to just be and you get to release your daughters and your children from feeling like they're not enough because you let go of the not enough. You can let go of the not enough. You get to just be who you are, love who you are, live with intention, live with connection, find ease in your days and show your kids that life isn't about existing, it's about living, right? So my past self paved the way for me to be who I am today. And I don't feel bad about what I went through anymore. I feel grateful because it shaped me, right? Literally molded me into who I am today because I chose to learn the lessons, right? I chose to learn from them and continually chose me. And I love thinking that like, if Evelyn... 15 years ago, and 10 years ago, and five years ago, just kept going and going and, and digging and doing the work so that I could be who I am today. Oh, I am so excited for who I am going to be Five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now. Like, if I can feel this good in my skin today, imagine with the work that I'm doing on myself and helping other people and watching my daughters grow to just love themselves too. Imagine who I can be in the future. I love the fact that we get to just love ourselves that we can choose to let go of every expectation. Like I don't have to be a certain size. I don't have to have visible abs. I don't have to, I don't know. All of that should, all of that expectation from society or social media or movies or whatever, whatever else defined beauty and worthiness in our minds, none of that shit is true. None of that shit is true. You get to be who you want to be your way. And I promise you, it is not, I promise you it's not easy because people would love to share their opinions about how you live your life. But I promise you that the more you choose you, the more you start to see that there are more people who think like you. You start to invite that into your life. You start to attract people who think that way as well. And a life full of people that see you for you and see themselves for themselves is a life full of more of that connection and ease that we all want. So keep doing the work. I'm going to keep doing the work. Keep choosing yourself. Keep focusing on what you feel inside so that your actions are aligned with your value and stop Stop for the love of God, focusing on shoulds, because shoulds will have you second guessing yourself, second guessing your physicality, second guessing your purpose, second guessing your parenting, shut it all down and start listening to your gut, because your gut, your instincts, your intuition, those are gifts, and they will not steer you wrong, So I'm excited for who I'm becoming. I hope you're excited for who you're becoming. And I love knowing that who we're becoming is totally paving the way for that next generation to just be who they're meant to be instead of who society tells them they have to be. Like, we're doing that. So congratulations to all of us. Thank you for joining me today and tuning in to an episode of Minding Mine. If this episode resonated with you, make sure to comment, rate, or review the podcast. Totally appreciated. Until next time, I want you to go live your life on your terms and just mind your business. Catch you in the next episode.